The following thoughts on Hoffy Hour represent Brian Hoffy and Pastis. Listener discretion is advised. Live from Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Hoppy Hour. He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Yeah, we did. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour starts in four, three, two. Hoppy, Hoppy, Hoppy. This is Hoppy Hour with Hoppy and Alessia. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. What's happening, Alessia? (laughs) Every time you ask me that, I start with a laugh. I just start laughing. It's a positive vibe. Yeah, it is. Also, I would have a positive vibe too if my life had been a little depressing lately and then I go out with my girlfriends out on the weekend. (laughs) I haven't seen you that happy since I don't know when. Uh, How is everything going out with the girlfriends last weekend? It was awesome. It was just what I needed. It's funny because I didn't drink at all. Um, I get headaches now when I drink, so I can't even have like a sip. It's because you're a mom. It is. And the fear of like the hangover. Are you the mom of the group? Does anybody else have kids? Yes, but I do think I am not at, I'm learning to be more carefree like they are. Your other friend that had the kid never lost her party girl side. You lost it years ago, I feel like. And I, that's, di- I did, yeah. Yes. yeah. It seems like it's been gone for about five years. But that's a correct assessment on my end that your friend that also likes to turn up that has a kid is more the party girl. And you're more the responsible wrangling everybody in. Hey, guys, we're getting a little drunk in Eborg. Come back. Don't fall down. I would never go out in Ebor, Ryan. You already know that. Ebor's um, the best. <laughs> I'll have to tr- maybe I'll maybe I'm building up to that. Maybe I'm building up to that. Building up to it. You're in your thirties. I know. Ebor is for when you're in your twenties. Because the hangover after Ebor. No, no, you know what's worse than the hangover after I mean a night of drinking in Ebor. A night of just debauchery is looking at your Uber bill the next morning and seeing how much it was. Because I, I <laughs> don't drink and drive i'm not a moron uh i'm barely a good driver See, as you're it is. responsible like that's really responsible one time in 2016 it was 90 dollars both to, uh combined it was yeah. 90 dollars about 45 each way to go to ebor it's that surge charge like when everyone's leaving the clubs and the bars at night uber surges that and then you're like oh my god that was expensive but yeah i never go out Ever. My dad took me out to Urban Stillhouse for dinner. So I was like hanging out with him and his friends and his girlfriend. So I was like with the older peeps and they were really nice. It was a beautiful dinner. And then after I went out with some girlfriends and like I said, I didn't drink. I don't drink a lot because I get really bad headaches now. I think that did start from after I had children. And then also hangovers are like no like I will have if I even did have like one glass of wine or like one cocktail like my hangovers are so bad and this is coming from someone who like used to party oh yeah yeah 
you talked about on her third episode the underage drinking parties you had. I bet you were wild. I, I bet everybody else would be drunk as hell. And Alessia was like, we're doing another round of shots. No, 100%. I used to line up shots in front of everybody and like see how many I could take. Line them up. I think I got to like seven in a row of like straight tequila. I was nuts. And I don't know if I partied too hard or I just can't hang anymore. My body has obviously I think you did changed. too much of it. I think your body's just oh my done. Gosh. And then, then having two kids. Yeah. And then everyone's like, why are you not drinking? Like, I, I, you know, you have to like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm not drinking. I, But I still had a good time. I'll have a Jack and Coke or two or four, but that's about it. I used to pound beers. Me too. Like, I used to pound alcohol. And I would be the one like, we're taking shots. We're doing ke- keg stands. We're back in high school. But, you know, like, we're doing shots. Let's keep drinking. Let's keep going one more. Like, I was the crazy party girl. So for me to sit here now and be like, yeah, so I go out and like, I don't drink anymore. Well, the thing is you got to pick what you're going to drink. Right. I don't know what that saying is, but about liquor and you never sicker. If you mix it, I believe that's the basis of the saying. Do you have different drunks? Like, okay. So when you're on beer, when you're on wine, wine, wine drunk just wants to have sex. It's like, (laughs) let's go. (laughs) I feel like every drunk for you, Ryan leads to sex. No, not whiskey. No, I can't even get to attention on whiskey. And I'm not even talking about an erect penis, get to attention. I can't even focus on when I'm on any whiskey, my drunk self. If you do shots of whiskey, forget about cuddling or having sex, even walking. It is like, like I lose all coordination and I need all the coordination I can get. Isn't that funny how like certain alcohols affect us differently? And it's true. Like that country song, tequila makes your clothes fall off. Like does tequila for you make your clothes fall off? I don't know. It's been a while. I haven't really been drinking or trying to get my clothes off, but without being crass, cause I have a woman here 2015. I went on a first date with a girl from a radio show in Cleveland and oh my God, she <laughs> said to me, don't drink the whiskey. Uh-oh. Don't drink the whiskey. She warned you. Don't drink the I must have not known anything, which I didn't. And I go, I'm just going to keep ordering shots of whiskey on Valentine's Day. We get back to the place. We have some leftover pizza. I'm a classy guy. <laughs> You could have had a hundred million women in that room and I wasn't even going to be able to even be able to put on a cut. It was so pathetic. That's the other thing too. Like drunk Alessia does not make good choices. I don't know what person out there can say their drunk version makes solid choices. Mine doesn't. I will get... I, I don't know. Like, I'm not an aggressive drunk. But, yeah. But, like, I've been known to, like, if, if I get pissed, like, I will get in people's face. Or I'm the person that's so silly and I get up on the bar and I'm dancing. Well, I become a dickhead, too. Like, I will run my mouth when I'm drunk. Like, I will say hurtful things. Yeah. And then I'm like, oops. Uh, I think I want to ask you. Yeah. So, you're, you're talking about you get wild and you get aggressive when you're drunk. Used to. Used I, to. Well, yeah. Was that potentially how you got pregnant? Was I drunk? No, I was I was sober, I think. See, that's the thing. Our daughter, our fir- my firstborn was a surprise. <gasps> so I can't even really remember. <laughs> what a surprise that is. It wasn't like one night. It was like, you know, we were dating, so it could have been a dozen of nights. But I don't think I was drunk. But I also don't think I was being 
responsible. And I'll just leave it at that. Also, when when, when you're young and in a relationship, dozens a night, dozens of times a day, you are just like jackrabbits going at it. And that's every relationship. And then when you're in your late 20s, you're in a relationship, you're like, I'd rather have Chinese food tonight. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I um I did do something very random. What? I was at I don't know if I should actually um, Just say it. <laughs> don't it. that's a rule on my show. If you don't want to say something, don't go, oh, I probably shouldn't say this. Cause if you probably shouldn't say this, you wouldn't even say I probably shouldn't say this. So Som- say it. Sometimes I get lost in conversation with you Oops. and I forget there's a microphone and it's for- like I've worked in radio for eleven years and oh I know how to be gosh. conversational. So what do you have to say? Um yeah. So I did something very random that I've never done before. Where I was somewhere and I left my number for someone. Like I was like at a restaurant and saw someone that I thought was cute and I left my number. So ladies or gentlemen, (laughs) if this is you, don't do what I did. One, you know nothing about the person. And two, do you really... (laughs) I. I can't... I'm going to say it. Do Do I, Alessia, really want someone who is working in that atmosphere no so Why you not? Have, i don't know it just wasn't for me i ended up hanging out with the person and i just felt like mentally we could not it was not a vibe so don't get just caught up on looks get to know the person first and make sure they're not a serial killer before you invite them over your house why was he a serial killer no but i could have been oh man that would have been fun for him <laughs> here's the thing i want to know is you're very smart I'm not saying you're picky, but you're expecting a lot out of men. We're dumb. <laughs> we're not the smartest. We're handy and we're smart, but we don't plan things out for shit. Women are the ones that plan things out ahead of time. So what I'm saying to you is I think you might need to give dumb men a chance. I am open and compassionate to different fields. That I'm people- talking about your middle class Someone said it to me best, $50,000 millionaires in Tampa that dress nice but only make fifty to 70000 Yeah. You got to find one of them, one of those chads. I don't think so. No offense. Like, no offense is that if that is you. You Listen, got that look. We're all hustling, and it's not about the dollar amount, okay? I know I just made it sound like it was. It's not about the dollar amount necessarily, but, what, but what? there's a level of, like, I don't know how to say this and what? I could be proven so wrong. I think it's contingent on the person. Okay. So it depends on the type of person. I'm not saying everybody who goes to college is like some successful person. Cause so many people, as we know, haven't been to university, haven't been to college and they are thriving and doing great. Okay. Wonderful. But what I am saying is I hit up this guy, left my number for him. He worked at a restaurant. And when I ended up meeting up with him, mentally with this particular person, it just wasn't there. Like it was hard to hold a conversation and it really made me question, you know, what type of man I would want. I need some intelligence. I need some substance. I need someone who can teach me something. I need someone who can go back and forth with me. Like I need someone who's maybe traveled a little bit. So I'm not saying it's the fact that he worked in a restaurant. I'm just saying now I know I need someone who... I don't know. Where am I going with this? I'm listening to you talk about your dating life. (laughs) I'm listening to you. People say I interrupt you, so I'm listening to you. You were looking down. And I think 
you need to like realize that whatever you're looking for doesn't exist. Oh my gosh. Whatever I'm looking for doesn't exist. You got to settle. No, we're not settling. Ryan, 2023, we know we're not settling anymore. And this is good, good. It's I've good. settled. It's good to hang out with different people so we figure out likes and, and dislikes. I'm new. I'm new back on the market. So I'm like refiguring out what works for me. And maybe what worked in high school, dating like the hot guy that was popular, isn't working for me now. Like I'm in my 30s and things change. Right? So I want to, how do I word this politely? Yeah. How do you wear this politely? <laughs> Are you a fan of. <laughs> Um, Ryan, my family listens to this show. I don't care. My mom knows that I'm a slut, okay? <laughs> That's, I'm just asking if you're a fan. I don't want to go into detail because this is a family show, but this sound effect, you go on it. Yes. Oh my God. Last night, <laughs> it took me 45 minutes. Oh, dear my God. anxiety mm. was like, you don't deserve pleasure. You're a loser. Oh my gosh. It was the saddest thing ever. Ryan. What? We no. And also I will say that I do still believe, even though I am uh I have visited the site several times. Yeah, well you believe what? I believe it is damaging. So I've done like extensive research on how pornography is just neurologically damaging over time. It helps and me sleep. No, it desensitizes <laughs> you for actual physical relationships. So that's how I feel. I know it's... I uh, don't think it does that for me. Uh, it does. It does. I think it does for some people, it but I think for some people, it's just fucking feels good. It does in the moment, but it's short-term gratification and long-term neurological shifts that affect you when you go to have a long-term actual physical relationship. And that has been studied and proven. So that's why I... Um, I don't think it's good for people. Oh, it's not good for you at all, but it's just great. Yeah, it's fun for the time. It's a short-term pleasure. It's also, you're a female. You know what I would women, relate it to? Women, one second. Women have class about it. Women are like, well, I set the mood and, you know, like I grab candles. You don't know that. You don't know that. You're oh. not a woman. You don't know what we do. I, I've, don't I've, don't put. I've had three serious relationships in my life. And they've explained, hey, and this they is all were of different cultures. They all were of different interests. So it wasn't like I was just dating like the same person. You know, one was goth, one was Disney, one was Kardashian fan. So they all came from different outlooks on life. And they all did that. And they all said that they like to make the mood sensual. For me, it could be after the gym. I'm like, yeah. So I'm just saying for dudes, but I think it becomes, it's a different outlook than women. But it becomes a habit. You are now <laughs> you are now in the habit, almost like nicotine or alcohol or oh, any. Oh, totally. Right. It's an addiction. Neurologically, you get triggered to where you're walking around and all of a sudden you're like, let me do that. Let me no, turn I'm let me turn on porn. Like let me let me have my fix right I now. I think that's where the addiction. misconception no, it, on it comes. They actually relate it to when you're shopping in a store, like the target dollar section, or if you're an impulse buyer grabbing something last minute to put into your cart. Yeah. That's what they relate it to. It's an impulse, but now you have trained yourself to be in that pattern. I guarantee what? it's become a habit for you. Oh, it's the best. It helps me sleep. But it's forgive melatonin, man. <laughs> what else could you be doing with that time though? 
reading, sitting in my thoughts, <laughs> listening to a podcast, reading a book, working sitting out, sitting in my thoughts. You would have to assume that, that is probably healthier for your body than sitting in your thoughts. I'm not going to deny that it releases chemicals that help your body to fight And I'm stress. going to hell anyway. I'm going to H-E double hockey. I'm going to pray for you so you don't. I don't I and then we're going to be there. flying around heaven together with our wings. I want to go there. I, I don't care anymore. Ryan, you know why I want to go there? Because it's not real. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And you know what? <laughs> if it is real, then I'm going there. No. But it's not real. No, I'm praying for you. Please don't pray for me. I'm going to. Why would you pray for me? Praying in my head right now. There's kids in Africa that need water. Don't pray for me. I got a good life. There's kids in the United States that need water. uh, Not Gary, Indiana. Well, they probably need water too. Flint, Michigan needs water. I don't even know whatever happened with that. We cared about that for two weeks. Yeah. That's how short-lived things are. It was on Netflix, which, by the way, I sent you an article about Netflix, 856-49-HOPPY. It's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me, at Ryan Hoppy Radio. You can email me, RyanHoppyRadio at gmail.com. A-L-L-E-S-S-I-A, Calandra, on all <laughs> social media. Yeah. Um, I think Netflix is complete garbage. I think it's for basic white girls and dudes named Chad that just are okay with bland content. Yeah. So with Netflix now, things are changing. So I don't know about you. What? They're finally not putting money into awful comedy specials? I don't know about you, but like how many times have you been on Netflix and you're logged onto someone else's account? So you've turned the TV on. It's like different people's names because you don't actually have your own account. You're like sharing someone's account. Uh, everybody. Netflix is the one I don't pay for. Like, and I'm proud to because. Whose do you use or do you not use it? A, f- a friend. Do they know you have their yeah, account? Yeah, she, she gave it to me a few weeks ago. Oh my God, I'm the background of your phone. That's all I have. I love that so much. Okay. okay. By the way, my pastor this past weekend, before I keep talking about Netflix, asked me if I was in a relationship with you. <laughs> he saw our picture on Facebook and was like, is that your new boyfriend? I was like, hell yeah, that's, that's a good my look co-host. for me. That's my co-host. And don't listen to this show. And please, I hope you don't listen to this because it is not what we talk about on church on at church on Sunday. Okay, back to Netflix. So the, if you are someone who shares an account, if you are someone that uses a friend or family member's account, that's all going to change. Netflix is locking down on password sharing. They will know how many devices are logged on to a certain account and they will now block it. So if you're sharing an account, you can't do it no more. (laughs) More details about that are coming out soon and will be released by Netflix in due time. But in the meantime, you might want to consider getting your own account. Hulu and HBO Max and Paramount Plus are the way to go. Netflix is such basic garbage. It does feel like repetitive. Even with like the kids shows, like I'll try to find a new movie. I'll try to find a new kids That's show. That's the thing about Netflix. You're always trying to find it. On HBO Max or Hulu, you're never having to look for it. You find it. This is why I said we should bring back Blockbuster. I get that it's not like all television. It's just movies, but I miss Blockbuster. Give it 10 years and... I don't even think it's Gen Z. What's the next generation? What's your kid's generation? I don't even know what generation I'm in. Could you please tell you're a me? Mil- you're like the definition of a millennial. No, I'm, I am not. I don't think I am. Am I? Are we millennials? Yes. 1990? 
1980 through like 97 is a millennial. Gen Z is like 99, 98. Zillennial is 97, 98. You're like so the definition of a millennial. Give me some definite, give me what a definition of a millennial is. Give me some like characteristics. 1980 of. through 1997. Yeah, but what are characteristics? Grew up on cell phones, but remembers when there weren't cell phones. Yeah. Has had to deal with two economic crashes in their lifetime. Got screwed over by the baby boomers, but Gen Z seemed to be having a brighter future for their 20s. Just a, a lot of those things why? is what you think of. Why do you say that we got screwed over by the baby boomers? Because this is a thing on the oh, Ryan Hoppy radio show. despise talking to boomers. I find them to be such elite... Out of touch douchebags. Give me the years for a boomer. 52 to 77, 70, or what? Like okay, 52 so, to 67. So my, the ones most that of our like, parents. The ones that were like in their 20s and the 80s when gas was like 25 cents. <laughs> like I was watching an episode of Johnny Carson and this golfer bought a pound of me for a dollar and was complaining about the price and complaining about gas prices going up to 75 cents in you, the 80s. Those out-of-touch morons tell us because they weren't able to keep everything alive. I don't know how money in the world works, but it's funny how they had everything and then all of a sudden, none of it's left. Everything's up to $4 and gas and yeah, everything. Yeah, but you don't think you're going to be that person Come, I'm up. First of all, you and I are, are already complaining, and we're not even at that age yet. Could you imagine? I'm not complaining about Gen Z. I'm complaining about boomers. No, but you're saying that the boomers complain about prices, and oh my god, yeah, when yeah, it was yeah. this, you and I complain about prices constantly. Those are actually expensive prices. The fucking boomers complaining about the prices, but that's because they were used to something cheap. My grandma still talks about when. But give me a break. I'm sick of hearing that. That's just them defending it. In the moment, they knew it wasn't that much money. Because your grandma can say that. My parents can say that. But yeah. they knew it wasn't that much. You had to be a moron. No. I know prices were different back then. I get that prices were different back then. But I'm telling you. 25 cents? Things are always... No, I know. But my grandma, I think, made 10 cents an hour working at a sofa factory. And, and a gallon of milk she still talks about was 49 cents. So things are changing. Like for us, I remember when Chipotle, I could get a bowl for like eight bucks. And now it's like 12 to 14 every time I go. And I don't even get the guac, people. So like... Things, things are I different. don't even want to get into it because I don't want to hear from somebody, oh, you don't know about economics. I don't. I just know that the boomers screwed everything. Now, we are doomed forever, and then Gen Z somehow is going to manifest a great life. Oh, they're going to be wonderful. I can't believe I don't know the order of, like, the the different generational names so we have boomers gen x millennial gen z and whatever the hell your kids are how gonna did be we go to gen x and then oh my god i don't even know what my children are that's where we got to the basis of this conversation was what generation do your kids fall on oh my gosh i don't know okay we have because here's why i wanted to ask yeah in 10 years are they the way people are obsessed with old photographs and vhs in the 90s in 10 years are your kids going to be like Mom, could I get DVDs for Christmas? Because it's a 20-year no, span. Because right now, we're obsessed. DVDs are not a thing. Right now, we are obsessed with the 2000s. In the 2000s, we were obsessed with the 80s. 
So in 10 years, in the 2030s, are they going to be obsessed with the 2010s? My head, like, is spinning because you're right. Like, records made a comeback, and we're like this retro indie thing where Your kids, I promise you, you're going to remember this. We're going to have a big show in 10 years. I don't mean to interrupt you, but we're going to have a big show in 10 years or even sooner. And we're going to look back at this moment, and your son's going to be like, Mom, and your son's going to be like 16 years old and picking his nose mom could i get season two of punked from 30 years ago on dvd oh my god i would rewatch all of punked with that's him. that's what i'm that's what i'm saying and like the jackass show wild boys wow anyways there's some things <laughs> i don't even know right now I'm, i see my co-host having a crisis right before her eyes i am like i just had a vision of like my my I'm child's evil. already asking for like a phone which no, it's not going to happen right now. But at the same time, it's like I consider. And then she saw my Apple watch on my nightstand this morning. And she's like, could I like bring this to school? So when I do my running at PE class, I can <laughs> count my steps. No. I, yeah. You're I, five years old. What the hell is that? Oh You're God. so screwed. You are. We what are is, so doomed. Because for the first a trillion years First trillion. I don't know why I added the A. First trillion years of this planet, however long it's been around, there weren't smartphones. Last 15 to 20 years, there's smartphones, and the world's gone to crap. Yeah. We're fucked. It's hilarious how fucked we are. And if I was on the radio, I wouldn't swear. We are so fucked. And this is not me being an old person. This is me saying... I could not agree with you more. We are so screwed. But it's so sad for, like, the environment. And just, honestly, I think, again, oh, my God, we could go down this rabbit hole. Here I go. Do it then. It's like, with technology, it's sad because it pulls so much of our attention. It is an... At, like it's addictive, like just like we talked about porn is, you know, cell phones, social media, um, the light, the sound, all of it is addictive to us neurologically, right? Yeah. So we all know this. We we sense that we're addicted. We know we have a problem. It's the first thing we look at in the morning, last thing we look at before bedtime. But it's like, damn, I wish some of us, you know, and different cultures do do this. But in the United States, we are on the go. We are addicted to our phones. And we're missing out on, on nature. We're missing out on connectivity. I don't even know how to feel anymore. Do you ever go out in nature and just sit? Do you ever just No, because then I sit in my anxiety. I don't leave this place. I go to Dignitary or I go here. You I don't need- like going anywhere. I don't like being around people. Rob, Ryan Hoppy needs to go to the beach by himself, stick his toes in the sand, and just look at the sunset. Like, you need some time to just breathe in. I'm the- good. Uh, I've seen a lot of it. No, you. we need to all do that. I think okay. we all need some time in nature. Yeah. And especially in Tampa Bay, so many of us live near the beach, and yet we never get out there, and we need to. Like, remember, people, while you're driving around the same streets you're driving around every single day, there is a beach nearby. You can drive there for 10, 15 minutes, sit your butt in the sand, and just give yourself some time to breathe. Like, I did this the other day. I saw my friend posted a story that she was at the beach watching the sunset. Oh, my gosh, Ryan. That's is this the ocean or is yeah, this a thunderstorm? So this was the video of your friend at, at the beach. What was your friend doing? So she was there, and then I like was like, why am I sitting inside right now with my children, like watching TV when I could take them out there for a little bit and watch the sunset? Like I don't even need to put them in their bathing suits or do it in case they get wet, whatever. And I just loaded my kids up. We went out to Pass a Grill. 
It was windy. It was a little chilly, but they played. They picked shells. We were there for under 30 minutes, but it was just like, why not? Why not take more time to do that? We live in a place where it's accessible to us, and yet most of us don't take the time to go out and enjoy it. You are laughing at me. (laughs) No, I'm just thinking of my funny joke. I have a shit ton of listeners in Cleveland and all these other cities. Well, come on down. (laughs) And I'm just thinking about so much shit about Ohio. They, but they, because they know I work for the same company. Never mind. Uh, Here's what I'm saying Mm -hmm. is they know that it wasn't the greatest situation living in Ohio. So they keep listening for the last 10 years. Yeah. So I can just imagine they're listening because I get messages that they're listening uh-huh. and they're plowing snow just hearing us talk about, oh, I'm so lazy. I can't go to the beach. I know. Like someone's hearing this sound effect while in their truck plowing snow yeah, and they're like, ah, oh, complainers, because you do realize mm-hmm. that we could live in the Midwest. I did it for 21 years. I could never. And then this could be the sound effect going against your house. That's snow in your face. You got the shovel out. And the snow doesn't just discriminate if you're 70 years old and have bad back pain and need to shovel. It doesn't go, ah, we're not going to, you know, snow at grandpa's house. Okay, are we done with the sound effects? No. I, I am overstimulated right Why? now. Why? It's like hurting my head. But think about <laughs> But if you think this is hurting your head, imagine living it. No, I couldn't. And I already have a problem living in Florida because it's too damn flat here. When I flew back from Spain, I lived in Spain last year. I miss it terribly. I say this almost every show. I know. We could have a bingo card. Like, literally, <laughs> there she went again talking about Spain. I'm kidding. So but what when, happened in when Spain? When I flew back into the United States and we were landing, I just remember it was daytime, right? I'm looking out the window of the plane. Hadn't been in the U.S. for a while. And I'm looking out. We landed in Miami. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, looking out the window. And I'm, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Florida is just flat grassland. And I'm just like looking around. I see Alligator Alley. I see all the swamps. I'm like, it's just flat. And then you know what else I noticed? I noticed all the housing developments, all the new construction complexes of the same looking cookie cutter home. And I thought, wow, great. This is what I came back to. Let's take all of Florida's (laughs) land and just turn it into a development and have all the homes look the fucking same. Pardon Uh, my French. And then I got out of the plane, got into a car, and I noticed that we have traffic lights here, which we do not have in Europe because Europe is smart and uses roundabouts. So you don't have to waste half of your fucking life, pardon my French again, waiting at a traffic light. Yeah. So I don't like it here, and it's too flat. Go back. I'm going back, and I will be hosting Hoppy Hour from there. Is that okay, Ryan? Can I, Just you, a different time slot. You'd be like, I don't know what time it is in Spain. Right now, it is six hours ahead, so it would C, be... 7 p.m. Ah, I not could that do bad. that. I could do that. Go back. Never come back. Okay, fine. It would be weird if you gave me a message like, I'm, I'm in Spain. <laughs> I'm here now. Yeah, no, it could be the future for us. It could be... 
It could be the future. And we could get all these listeners in Spain. Oh my gosh! Yes, all my students can. That, that chime American's into our, a little offensive, but he's funny. They could chime into our inappropriate talk, but they could learn English by listening to us <laughs> rant. No, they could learn English That's from I, me. That's what I was doing over there. I was teaching English, so a lot. Yeah, of, you can teach English, but to learn English from this podcast is not happening. That's how most of my students like would really pick it up as TV, radio. Well, you have a very vanilla voice, and I don't mean that in a mean way. I mean, and you don't have like a slang. I could have a slang if I want, Ryan Hoppy. You sound like Ruth from Ozark. Who? You watch Ozark? No, I don't watch anything. I have children, Ryan. Plus, you probably can't watch a show about murder and sex in front of the kids. No, absolutely not. With Jason Bateman beating up people, which is the most unbelievable part of that show. Wow. Do you know who Jason Bateman is? No, and I never know who you're talking about because I don't know anything about pop culture. I was going to make a joke and say you could have left it at I don't know anything, but then someone would have been like, you're being sexist. You're making fun of a lot. It's a joke. Speaking of shows. What? uh, Pam Anderson, Pamela Anderson just came out with a memoir where she calls out Tim Allen for something that happened when she was 23 years old. So the Daily Mail posted an article about Pam Anderson where she claims that when she was on the home improvement show with Tim Allen as a 23-year-old I girl, hated that show growing up. Did you? It's garbage. Oh, my God, the neighbor's on the other side of the fence, but you never see him. I oh, like sh- the. I think Ugh. for the time, the concept was good. But anyways, Pam Anderson was a regular on the show for a period of time, and apparently she claims in her memoir that while backstage prior to filming the show, Tim Allen was in his robe and flashed her his penis. So what she says is that he flashed her because prior to the show, she came out in Playboy showing her goods to the world. And Tim, while flashing his junk to Pam, um, unveiling himself with his robe, said to her, okay, now we're even. You've seen me because I've seen you already. Oh, yeah, because when I think of good-looking men, oh, I think of Tim Allen. Well, what a pe- I mean, not that if it was a good-looking guy, yeah, but- it'd be okay. But I'm, I'm just saying, uh, that's ridiculous. I So Pam claims this happened. She says, are you su- I believe it. Okay, well, the thing is, Tim is denying it he said no what's tim gonna say oh yeah i whipped out my penis if i was tim i'd be honest and be like yeah i did that oh yeah it was scummy but anyways so anderson is 55 now and she's saying that alan who is 69 you know flashed her with his robe backstage which would have been completely completely inappropriate she was 23 years old at the time of age posing nude in playboy but still you're a colleague on a show you're about to um be acting on and it's inappropriate to flash your goods to each other in in my opinion i'm not saying this makes it right but this was the 90s and every Gen Xer in the '90s was so misbehaved. You uh-huh. hear about you hear about radio shows that had yes. hot tubs and pools. Here's what I'm saying. Yeah, my thoughts. It exactly. probably was just unfortunately acceptable. A hundred percent. Those were my thoughts. Exactly. <laughs> my penis. I'm Tim Allen. He's the most corny. If you like Tim Allen and think he's funny, then you think Jay Leno's funny. I think you you're know, just a bland person. You know what's annoying though is I had the same thoughts as you. I'm like, okay, back when this happened, that would have been 
very inappropriate, but socially somewhat acceptable. It just would have. Like, it sounds so taboo to say now, but back then, it was just the fucking culture. Oh my God, I'm dropping F bombs left. Well, and didn't right he today. get caught with cocaine? He's probably all coked out. Like, I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just surprised he denied it, but I do not deny. I, I believe Pam Anderson. How could she make something up like this? And what's even more ridiculous is that Tim isn't owning up to it. I just think it would be so much better for people to just own up to their shit. Like, it was so long you know ago. You, you don't know what. He needs to say sorry for that. Maybe he, he also needs to say, go on. Maybe he doesn't, like, remember. Probably. But it was damaging he, to her. I bet he blacked out on cocaine. She, she put it in her memoir. Although that's not really a thing. It just makes you hyper. What? Uh, here's what I'm saying. I'm saying to you, he also needs to say sorry for making Santa Claus. Garbage movie. Oh, man. I was just going to say how I watched that all Christmas with my kids. And there's like Santa Claus 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 now. Oh, this is so dumb. We, it's not good. We watched all of them. And I'm not trying to be a Scrooge, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying it's garbage. I'm also not trying to be weird, but I've heard from friends that my dad kind of looks like Tim Allen. <laughs> all maybe, right. Maybe Anyways. it wasn't Tim Allen after all. I'm kidding. Uh-huh. I'm kidding. So funny. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't want uh, Alessia's dad to kick my ass. I'm kidding. You know what is making me happy? What? So. Tim Allen might not go to jail for what Pam Anderson just released, but who is in jail is Andrew Tate. And apparently he's mo- okay. he's moaning about the conditions in a Romanian right, prison, right, which I am right, thrilled right, about. All right, all right, all right, he, all right. Let me. Okay. okay he's okay. Uh, he's making complaints about cockroaches, lice and bed bugs. Right, and right, I, right. I could not be uh, all right, all right. more happy. All right. Yeah. Here's the thing. All right. Most of what he said, I never agreed with. Oh, my God. But the the 10% about how it's easier for a woman to get a date than a man, I did agree with. And working hard. No, hear me. Hear me. Let me finish. I'm talking very slowly so I can get my point out. Mm -hmm. Those things I agreed with. Everything else, I didn't agree with. But I hope... He burns in hell. This is not me being a hypocrite. Right next to you. I never said. Right next to you. And also, Ryan. Because of the 10% that was true. I'm telling you, he's a piece of shit. Listen, every time I say the name Andrew Tate, you have to go through your spiel of just so everybody knows, I only agree with about 10% that he says. You just, no, we're done. You don't agree with anything anymore. He's a piece of shit and we're moving forward and you're on my team now and that's it. We don't need to have a disclaimer that you like 10% of what he says. We don't like him anymore, Ryan. That's it, right? Okay. Right, mom. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That was the mom in you. We are done. Should I should I go into the into the minivan with shame and just hide and put on my seatbelt while mom walks around mad? That was very mom like. Was it? That was so mom. The I'm way okay. you this is a visual. But you like snapped your fingers at me. I was like Jesus. Christ. All right. I was just saying. I hope he burns in hell. But okay. So, also, his 15 luxury cars have been confiscated and are now being held at the Romanian capital. <laughs> Man, designer We're going to find out that those cars were fake. 
You know, there's something about people like this, right? They get to the top. They think they can do whatever they want. They have problems that mentally they never work through. And he's just a wealthy, Here's the thing. Mentally he wasn't person. even really at the top because he had to hide in Romania to make it possible. If he was at the top, he'd be more accessible. He's a pussy. Yeah. He was hiding out in Romania. Ryan, do you know what I'm saying? Ryan Hoppy, we've already talked about this. A pussy is the strongest organ in the body. So are you saying he is the strongest organ in the body? Uh, this, is a, this is a 90s boy being raised. This is how they talk, everybody. This is how they speak. I'm glad you're here to woke me up. All right. Okay? We're woke here. Andrew Tate and Ryan Hoppy are going to be uh, in prison together. No, they're not. I'm not Actually, even going not prison. To, they're I'm going, not allowing you to make me go to break with they're, that. They're burning in hell together. I'm that's not burning per, in hell. That's per your words. You said it, not me. I'm praying for you. You said don't pray. And I'm you're probably going to go to purgatory. No, you're going to hell. You already said it. No, it's, <laughs> like, it's like going to a halfway house. Like, you're not that bad of a person, but you're not a saint. Right, I could see that for you. Yeah, it sounds it sounds great, even though it's fake. It's not real. You could, you could read Harry Potter book two, and you're going to get as much accuracy in life as you are the Bible. Oh, my. No, <laughs> I can't have you diss the Bible like that, Ryan. Did, did you go by the Ten Commandments? You never broke any rules? I have you been- ever been married before? Nope. <laughs> I should. Oh, but you go by religion. Yeah, no, I think the I'm Bible the Bible is one of the oldest texts, and I think it's a sacred text. And aside from the Bible, other religious texts hold the same uh, meaning and stories within them. And so they are valid, and they've been studied by yeah, historians, don't too. Don't be a bad person and kind of be a good person in life, and then you'll die. We are there all you over go. the place. We are all over the place And I'm right fine now. with that. What, you want to talk about Alec Baldwin again? Oh, wow, exciting. Everybody liked that rant. But I'm just saying that I'm trying to have a more spontaneous conversation with you. All right, let's talk spontaneous. Wrong button. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need HR of Happy Hour coming after me. Happy Hour. Happy Hour. (sighs) God, I'm in such a mood right now. I don't even feel like it. RyanHoppyRadio.com. Happy Hour will be right back. WestChasePrinting.com, RichKBarber.com, AmirAcademy.com, and uh, FitsageFitness.net. Happy Hour. Happy Hour. He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. It's time to turn Hoppy on. Listen to Hoppy Hour at any time. Anywhere. Search Hoppy Radio on all major streaming platforms. It's like a uh, $9,000 prostitute, please. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened. You'll have to go to Nebraska Avenue. Even the other stations are tuned in, too. Hi, you ever driven down Nebraska Avenue? (laughs) I can't. I can't remember. Where is that at? It's where Carol Baskin tried to get that hooker, but then, oh, I was just going for a walk down Nebraska Avenue. This is from an Adult Swim show from 2006, which you know it's from 2006 because it has humor about hookers. It's like a uh, $9,000 prostitute, please. It was called Frisky Dingo. It was a funny show. That's funny. Um, I had a question for you. What's, what's going on? What are your thoughts on 
Gasparilla this weekend. I kind of want to go this weekend, but I don't feel like paying for Uber. For those in different states and different cities around Florida, um, Gasparilla is an annual pirate ship invasion parade that ham- that happens in Tampa Bay. Yep. And it's basically a shit show for people to go, get drunk, get beat. It's a white trash Mardi Gras. It's a Mardi Gras. Even though Mardi Gras is white trash. I don't know. I feel like it's a step up. It's like a step up from Mardi Gras, but I don't know. It's like Uh, a Mardi Gras. You get wasted, you get beats, and there's a parade and pirate ships and craziness. I know back in the day I used to love going, but then the Tampa traffic, the fact that I don't really drink anymore, I don't know if it's my scene. I don't know if I've if I'm I would go or not. You go around and you just hear a bunch of this. <laughs> just all the drunk girls just walking around. <laughs> and all the dudes that are like, I'm gonna bang her tonight. <laughs> Sounds like a great time. I don't think I'm gonna go. I'm hoping they go to Dignitary afterwards to beautiful single women that wanna have Kava and Kratom. <gasps> you you notice that though when you're walking down like McDinn? What are, what are these sound effects? Drunk girls. <laughs> my head hurts again. <laughs> oh, my God. Ryan. Maybe your head hurts because it is like the third week of the month. <laughs> you know my cycle already? Are no, we, I, I know how women roll. Are we synced up? I've had three girlfriends. I know how it works. Soon I'll get a call from you tonight. <laughs> I need someone to talk to. I'm eating ice cream. <laughs> And then the call will oh, actually have been head. me calling. This will be me on the other line. Ryan Hoppy. Yeah, can I can I help you? Oh, What's going on? My head. I'm getting old, y'all. I'm getting <laughs> no, old. It's just you should be celebrating. You made it. I made it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of Tampa Bay people, um, uh, Tom Brady. Ugh. Made the news. He's apparently really annoyed with people asking him when he's going to retire. I would be too, Tom. And he's also appealing an NFL. You like him. $16,000 fine for an attempted slide tackle in the last game against, was it? Uh, Dallas. The Cowboys. Yes, he is saying that he did not mean to trip. Oh, yeah. You know how my leg was out and I was trying to trip him? I'm Tom Brady, so I should get away with anything. So I didn't do it. If anybody else did it, they did. I didn't do it, though, because I'm Tom Brady. I have a two-part thing to this. Okay, one, I do think he attempted, but because he didn't connect, Tom's stance is that he should not be fined. I don't think that's how it works. He shouldn't be fined because he's Tom Brady. But I also think that the NFL could potentially slap, you know... um, he, they could fine a lot of players for different things. And I think because they have so much money, they think they're just going to let it slide. And sometimes when they appeal, like they're fighting back to really save their $16,000. I would love that $16,000. Could you imagine? Oh my gosh. <sighs> to him, it's nothing. Nothing. So he has this podcast he does with Jim Gray, who's like this hacky 70s, 80s, like news anchor, like sports guy, just hack. <laughs> and he does it where uh, the podcast is once a week. It premieres on Sirius. And then uh, you can hear it on a Pat and Aaron show every morning from 6 to, or every uh, Tuesday morning from 6 to 9. We play Tom Brady's podcast. And you can get it on Apple Podcasts. Uh, here's the type of riveting conversation you get on this riveting show. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, and you, you hear how he's happy. Do you have They're any like, type of- Tom, Tom. 
Like, you can tell he doesn't have a personality. Like, he probably name drops when he goes to Gellis. Oh, when I interviewed Muhammad Ali in 2008. This guy, do you remember when LeBron did the, this? he did the decision in 2010 where he's like, I'm going to take my talent to South Beach and leave Cleveland? No. Okay. <laughs> I'll play that for you in a second. But first, here's Tom Brady. And I think this is scripted. Or Tom Brady being mad. He's so robotic. Tell me if this is real. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Okay? I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's I only the question scratching. that everybody wants to hear. It's creepy. You're scratching. You're, you're scratching. Yeah, you're scratching. scratching. It's only you're scratching because Giselle used to. <laughs> now she's scratching the MMA trainer. Oh my gosh! I will say, I mean, and then before that, it was Bridget, but then she, many, she she quit scratching him. If I was if I was Tom, I would feel the same way. How many times are people gonna ask me this question? And but I'm is, Tom Brady, so I'm you, above it. If they ask any other player, it's a routine thing because I'm Tom Brady. You should bow down. No, to me. I don't think that's it. It's not a routine thing. They're constantly asking. It's like, let him just take it day by day. And yeah, the Buccaneers need to know every, if they need to move on or yeah, not. Everybody wants to be in the know constantly. Everybody wants to, uh, the, the media wants to be the first outlet to cover, the first one to get the exclusive. That's why they're constantly hounding him. If I were him, I'd be annoyed as hell too. You could obviously tell by his tone of voice that he I is. think it was scripted. They're like, oh, I to ask about it. He's like, I am on serious radio, so I feel like I need to get a fuck in there somewhere. Yeah. It just sounds so, he doesn't sound intimidating. You know what I, he's like, yeah, I'll do whatever I fucking want while I do my TV 12 line. I think he's just over it. He's like, how Listen, many fucking times am I going to hear this question? Hear this. I mean, this is riveting. Mm -hmm. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim. And then Jim Gray sounds like he's reading from a cue card. He's like, my producer if, that I paid a hundred bucks wrote this for me because I don't really, is you Jim, know, bring any original thoughts to the table. I'm Jim Gray. What? Is Jim Gray um, a Canadian? Oh, I don't know much about Jim Gray. Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. I'm going to show you. Jim, Jim Gray with an A, G-R-A-Y. Yeah. Uh, let me see if he's Canadian. I, because I, no, he's from Denver, Colorado. Okay, I sensed by the way he like worded that his tone that he could. And I'm a fellow. I'm a Canadian, so I can say this. Is he I, from Canada? No, he's from Denver, Colorado, which is weird. Maybe was he raised in Canada? He has this. Uh, no, no, he wasn't raised in Canada. The way he worded that was like how a Canadian would. It was like calm. Everybody is on pins and needles. So this is him in 2010. Country, particularly those okay. teams. When LeBron announced, we're not going to play the whole thing, but LeBron announced he was leaving Cleveland for Florida. <laughs> I did that. Well, everybody is on pins and needles across the country, particularly those teams. See how a hack we're he in is? The running for LeBron James. You ready to go, LeBron? Where's, where's the powder? Left it at home. I love it. So what's new? What's been going on with you this summer? Uh, it's the same shit he does in the podcast. He doesn't have like a... So what with that? Oh, man, this whole free agent um, experience. Yeah. I'm um, looking forward to it. I'm going to ditch Cleveland and then go back. What have you thought about this process? Uh, I mean, you can literally close your eyes, and this is what he's asking Tom Brady. 
How's your day going? This is what frustrates me. Like, this is like the typical, I don't want to be that person, but this is a typical white male who got this type of position and is asking. Because he's a boomer. His, his job is to interview people and c- to come up with creative questions that these people have not been asked a million times. Uh, how's other, it going, Alessia? You doing good today? On other media outlets. And mm. it's so annoying that these guys are at the top, top journalists, top interviewers, you know, major sport, major athletes. And then these are the questions that they're like, come on, man. This isn't like the high come school. Come on, man. You sound like our president. Come this on, isn't man. the high school news. I'm just going to play you a few Wait, minutes. Wait, you didn't finish. Yeah. I it goes on for this. 10 minutes. He's just okay. doing the same thing, talking about how LeBron was going to leave Cleveland. I want you to hear hear this. This is the riveting podcast known as Tom Brady doing talk radio. Because when I think of riveting, I think of Tom Brady. And then like every... F- 15 seconds, he goes, this is being brought to you by AARP. Like, he doesn't even know how to, like, interject it into the conversation. Like, when you listen to Pat and Aaron, they'll say a one-liner, and then it goes into one of their live reads. But he is shameless. Listen. And you have that football music. to talk football with that music let's go let's go let's go presented by hertz here we go with tom brady tommy how are you today i'm pretty good great guys good talking to you guys and uh some exciting games yesterday you know tough not playing but also showing a lot of respect to those teams that sounds like a guy that really wants to be out there when is the super bowl it's coming up like three weeks what's your favorite super bowl snack (sighs) i don't know whatever's at the party Whatever's, Whatever's in front of me. Do you bring anything with you? Yeah, but I'm going to be watching it from here because i got to be up the next morning. I'm not going to some Super Bowl party. Although I do think we need to address the next day being a holiday. What's the holiday? Just you're up till like 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. you got to be up in the morning. It's not fun. And we should have the Monday off. Okay, where is it taking place? Do we know what teams are in it? <laughs> what and teams are? Who's the halftime show? I, I know well, the, ha- the halftime show is Rihanna, but okay, there's we know the that. AFC mm-hmm. and the NFC. Right. And this weekend, yep. it's the 49ers in San Francisco and the Philadelphia Eagles. And whoever wins that then plays either Kansas City Chiefs or Cincinnati Bengals. And then I'm, you go I'm to calling, the Super Bowl. I'm calling and then the, you go, this is the, the Bengals are winning the Super Bowl. I'm just calling it. My intuition, I know nothing about the teams, but my intuition saying that, and my go-to snack, since you didn't ask me, Ryan, is a homemade guacamole. I'll bring it to any Super Bowl party. Bring it here. Uh, okay. I love guac. <laughs> we'll course. just do a podcast eating guac. What are you going to make? Gross. You have to make something, too. Have you ever made anything? No. <laughs> I can barely make frozen pizza as it is. Do you like buffalo chicken dip? I love anything buffalo. I make a really good buffalo chicken dip. Besides the city, it doesn't seem that great. No, it's like every other <laughs> northern city. No offense to Buffalo. All offense. Oh, yeah, this is going to be the year the Buffalo Bills win it all, though. Oh, yeah. I love in sports when somebody does something and then people go, oh, they're going to do it differently the next time. It's like when 
how do I explain this? So Josh Allen, the last few years, has kind of choked when it mattered. It's kind of like when you date a girl oh who's who, and this can go in any gender, but you date somebody, whatever gender they identify as, and they go, I'm crazy, and all the relationships I've been in end in explosions. And you go, oh, it'll be different with me. It's the same thing with like a lot of these sports teams. Every year we're like, this is going to be the year they do it. Yeah. And then we're actually shocked when they do it because it's like, oh, it's the girlfriend that came through and wasn't that, a sociopath. That was the Bucks forever. Are we forgetting like the pandemic of the Buccaneers? Like they had a dry spell for like 14 years, it felt like. Well, James and did then it. All of a sudden, Tom Brady comes to Tampa Bay. Now everyone's a season ticket member posting on their dang story that yeah. they're at the Bucks game. Come on. That was not everyone was a bandwagon Bucks fan. And if you are an original, good for you. But let's be honest, that is us. Honestly, okay. So I moved here in 2015, and it was like the month that Jameis got drafted, and I could not root for them for five years. I <laughs> I work, I work in sports radio. I know people that have connections. Everything I feel about Jameis is not going to be said to make sure that it's not said because it was going to be wonderful things I was going to say about Jameis. I would totally want him to date my daughter, <laughs> especially if she was an Uber driver. <laughs> not a fan. Not a, I just... Anybody else, you know, um, same thing with Ben Roethlisberger. Not a fan, you know. I like uh, consent. That's all I'm going to say. As a woman, were you a fan of Jameis? I, I, I know nothing about Jameis. Go to his Wikipedia page. It says <laughs> incidents, and then you'll go. But that's Him so, shoplifting was the least of his problems. Th that's, like, no offense, but that's most athletes, and I feel like they're either... Dog fighting. I'm going to tell you off air real quick. I had, I had a feeling that's what you were talking about. But yeah. I feel like this happens a lot, like even at the college level, and then there's slap on the wrist for the football players or the athletes that get it, go to parties and hook well, up. Well, karma really hit him because his career went so well. <laughs> yep. And the Jameis defenders... They will not admit they are wrong. Someone who was a Jameis fan that thought he was going to be good because he was good at FSU, it's like, just admit you're wrong. Mm -hmm. It's like arguing with a woman. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm laughing because your laugh made me laugh. I already. I'm kidding. It's always fun arguing. It's a good time. I love a good argument. It is. It's good. We're no, good. I'm going not. to the lightning game tonight. Oh, wow. That's a different crowd. Yeah. How's that going to go? You're going to bring your kids? You're going with your mom? Going with a friend. <laughs> you have a date? No, I don't have a date. I'm going Who's with a girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yep. Wait, are, are we getting breaking news here? Breaking news that I'm a lesbian? Nope, I'm not. It's just a friend friend. Are you bi? That's a girl. Nope, I'm not. You seem really hetero. Like you're just like the definition of like a hetero female. Why would you think that? 
You just have hetero vibes. Maybe it's because all three of my girlfriends were bisexual. Mm, got you. One of them's going to be mad that what, I said that. Like, what was like the clue, like besides them telling you uh, blatantly, like how did you know that they I were- I don't know. You're watching a movie and you're like, you think Sarah Paulson's hot? Like she's an attractive person, but it's not really my type. Yeah. It's like whenever they're into like the butch female or the woman that doesn't wear makeup. Yeah. And then in that scenario, they're the beautiful woman and they're dating the one that's not wearing oh, makeup. If I were a lesbian. Or you, you or you go to like a gay pride parade. Yeah. And they're really in their element and they're really hanging out with a lot of women. And you're like, I never saw this side of you. If I were. What? My partner would be like smoking hot. Like, I feel like it wouldn't be like. Because I'm more feminine and I, and I wouldn't go for like a butch or whatever yeah. they call it. I would definitely be like two hot people. Like oh. I'm more feminine. You're more feminine. And we're just like looking hot together. Sometimes I, I wish I was gay. It just <laughs> seems like there's more acceptance. So much easier. N- now it's getting easier. I'm not saying it's easy. But I feel like when you're a dude dating a dude, yeah. you know about how dudes feel. That's how they gay feel dudes are so horny for each other no, I, that there's the disconnect with men and women. Women can go 10 years without intercourse and no, it becomes a cobweb. Not not true, Ryan. Not true. It's, it's no. Men and women feel the same about no, they no intimacy. A hundred percent, we do. Oh, yeah, they totally. But I do. totally have been thinking about like not that I would. I mean, not that there is anything. Are you wrong ever going to Publix and you see a hot guy and you're like, man, I want to get plowed in the back by him? Ew! What the hell? No, I do not. Men have those think thoughts. about that. Men go, man, it'd be hot to just bring her home and bang her right now. Because men are effed in the head, Ryan. And so we- you can't. So if that's the logic, then you can't say that men and women sex drive. I'm not saying women can't get wild and crazy. I'm just saying women can go a longer period without needing to get wild and crazy. While men are... No. You can literally tell a guy, I find you attractive and and show a body part and the guy will be ready to go. False. 100% false. In so many ways, false. All right, Dr. Laura, tell me why I'm false. Okay, first of all, I'm not saying women don't like... Like I told you a couple episodes ago, I, my dream is to like bump carts with someone in Trader Joe's. Like we have those thoughts too, but we also like no. I don't You're know. more like women. I was I was trying to tell you though that like I would maybe be a lesbian because men just are not doing it for me. Women's sex drive to me is like a really good softcore porn. And male sex drive is like, yeah, like, we're, like that's where the disconnect is, is we're just, you know, wilder. We want more. Mm-mm. And no. the thing is, people are going to be offended by this. And those are the ones that are really, I'm not even just saying in the closet sexually or by what you identify as. You can be hetero and in a closet. I'm waiting till marriage. Have sex now. No, Ryan. <laughs> I think that you should what? hold off for somebody that you is deserving of your body. I will say that. Hold on, I have to fix my headset. Two seconds. Yeah, whatever. <sighs> and I'm back. Okay. Woo! You're back. <laughs> Yay. Um. What? I think that as someone who has been around the block, 
Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that it's important for us to respect ourselves enough to not just give it to anybody. And then. But it feels good. No. This is like your addiction. You need to chill out, have some self-respect, have some self-control. I mean, I do have self-respect. Do you? I feel like you don't. There's no way in hell that if 10 girls were in here and I'm like, Ryan, you can't sleep with them because they're not a match for you. They're all toxic and we know this. You would not have self-control. You'd be like- Of course not. You'd be like, who cares? Because I don't really- It's not that I don't believe in relationships, but- God, no. you see 10 beautiful women. How are you not going to just figure out a way to fit all because 10 of them on a small bed? Because one's a murderer. One's uh, one. They didn't murder me yet. <laughs> no, they're all wrong and you need to have self-control. Plus, it seems like when people die, then people appreciate their work. This podcast would go through the roof if I died. Oh, my God. What would I do? <laughs> You would literally Welcome have to- like 10 episodes and you could just live <laughs> off of it and be like, he was going to make it, but then he croaked. This was going to go big. Do you think you would croak on air? I think about that. What would it be like? What would your final words be? I don't even know. I don't even care. Yeah, I'll be dead. And, then and I'll be in hell because the afterlife so real. All of the people that have died right before us and are dying right now, they're, they're going to a grand place. Speaking of people and things and, and yeah. pets that have passed, so I shared last episode that my dog passed away. Mm. You're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm going to say it anyways. And anytime, like, I had another dog before this dog, I, and when that dog passed away, yeah. I was, like, dreaming but also not dreaming. Like I was like in between the dream state and like the awake state. And that dog came around me and was like making her usual like panting (laughs) sounds around me. Like she came to visit me after she died. And so my dog that passed a couple days ago, same thing happened. I was like dreaming. I was like laying in bed in between that. Like I'm asleep. I'm awake um, state. And my other dog came to me that just passed and was like, what's that okay that's funny um and the my dog was like made her sound that goes like this Mm, like that sound she made it so she came to visit me so there is an afterlife because my doggies when they have passed they have come to see me before they move on so glad you experienced that i hope to one day experience it yeah when luna dies i'll make sure that she comes around you i've had two cats die and i'm waiting for them to like they show probably up. have but you just aren't aware or you they just were like oh we spent 17 years with you that's about enough yeah they're like thank peace out good riddance to this guy <sighs> yep it's really weird self-deprecation humor versus talking yourself down and projecting your insecurities oh i went to a psychic oh those are so real <laughs> it was it was uh not great the experience. yeah they're fake um well i wouldn't say i don't know i they read energy and they make up bs i do think the one i just saw totally made up like she was not on the money at all like the things she was saying were i was like are you serious this is not helping and then she texted me today and was like hey i hope um what i said helped you and i kind of was like Wanted to be like, actually, it didn't. And I didn't believe any of it. Like, it didn't make sense. And you should uh, take your own advice. Exactly. If she was such a psychic, she would realize she's bad at her job and should quit. Happy hour. Happy hour. Money. 
Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over.